0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Wear the Bear podcast here on the Golden Grizzlies Wear the Bear podcast SoundCloud page and the iTunes page as well. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, and with me as he will be all season long, the head coach of the Oakland Women's Soccer Team Juan Pablo Favero, uh, joining us here as he always will. I always like to roll the R. You, coach, do. When you I do.
1: You do say my my name really well.
0: <laughs> I certainly do uh, appreciate that. But coach, you'll be with us all season long here. The inaugural edition of the Oakland Women's Soccer podcast. So. Here it is, Coach. We're here all season long. We're going to be getting at it. You, you fired up? You ready for excellent,
1: this? Excellent. Looking forward to it. Uh,
0: absolutely. But, but, Coach, you being a new coach here uh, on the scene at Oakland University, this being your first season, I, I figure we take the first part of the podcast here just to kind of introduce you to yep. all those women's soccer fans out there and, and talk a little bit about you and, and your background and where you come. You come from San Diego State University, which San Diego probably is as close as you're going to get to paradise uh. on earth. <laughs> how, first off, how great is it in San Diego weather-wise? you
1: know I honestly those five years there are probably some of the most rewarding uh, and fun years both both as a place to live uh, it sure. is it is as close to to paradise as you can get <laughs> that weather is 70 uh, year round and there's a p- perfect breeze and the humidity is where it needs to be so yeah. I was spoiled for five years and we took advantage of it and we knew that that probably wasn't gonna last forever so right.
0: But you're not spoiled in the mortgage market there in no, San Diego. Well,
1: that's for sure. We we definitely were welcoming that change because uh, I don't. You'd have to work five jobs to, to buy a house. So
0: <laughs> absolutely. But but you come as we talked about. You're an associate coach uh, there at San Diego State, and really the thing that jumps off the paper at me that anybody who who reads it is going to look. You guys achieved at an incredible level there at San Diego State. Yeah. You yet a Sweet Sixteen NCAA tournament appearance. You won five, con- or excuse me, four consecutive regular season Mountain West titles. That's something that league, which is a very very good soccer yeah. league, had never seen before. How how were you guys able to do that? And, and piggybacking on that, what are you going to bring from there to here?
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, it was uh, it was a great five years uh, that I got to experience there, working with great people. Uh, the head coach Mike Friesen had been there a while and had uh, started the the rebuilding process, uh, um, and they had had some success, obviously. But uh, when he hired me, he felt like um, uh, the big thing he needed from from that hire was the mental side of things and the sports psychology aspect and so uh, that was a big reason why why that ended up working so well and and that team had talent but they weren't as mentally tough as he wanted them to be and that first year just it was kind of a perfect storm and, and everything came together we won 21 games uh went all the way to the sweet 16 and then from there it just rolled on uh you know we we like you said we won four regular season titles in a row we won seven out of ten uh, Mountain West championships Incredible. in my five years there, but you know, like everything, right? Um, it's it's a it's a team effort. Uh, we had sure. a great group of coaches. Uh, we had a great group of players, uh, and we had our ups and downs, uh, for sure, like anything else. But it was uh, extremely rewarding, in terms of how we're going to come here and, and replicate that. It, right? That's.
0: That's all you got to do, coach. You just got to <laughs> win four regular season <laughs> titles in a row, go to the don't, sweet 16 NCAA tournament. That's it. That's don't put, all.
1: don't put any pressure on us. Um, <laughs> now, obviously each, each place, right. Each school has its own unique sure. challenges. Each conference is, uh, is different. Uh, the mountain West was very hard because of the, the travel and the, the altitude games. Um, you know, the horizon league is going to present its own unique challenges that I'm going to have to learn, obviously being a new, new coach uh, to not just Oakland, but to this region. And so, this is gonna be a learning process for, for me personally, uh, for us as a team, and, and that's kind of what, you know, where we're at as, as, a, as a program right now. It's a it's it's a learning, it, we're learning, we're learning the team, we're learning the players, we're learning the competition level, we're learning a new system of play. So it's really the initial stages, and, and because it is, I have to remind myself and remind the team uh, and everybody else, obviously, is, we have to be patient through this transitional sure. process. Uh, things don't just happen overnight. Uh,
0: Coach, and, and really the other thing that that really piqued my interest when I was looking at your resume, there, you were also a sports psychology consultant with the U.S. Soccer Federation coaching schools yeah. as well. And yeah. my question to you is: is having that psychology background, I, I, at first glance, I would say that that has to help you. Yeah. But th- does it ever, does it ever hurt you at all too? I mean, do you do you ever find yourself maybe over analyzing a situation because of your psychology
1: background? Yeah, you know, honestly, not necessarily a situation. I, I think what. It's certainly, it's an asset. Let's start with that. Sure, I, no I, I do believe that, and and you know, part of what we just talked about is the the big impact at SDSU that made a huge impact, and that's been that's been true to every job that I've had. That that's been a critical part of of our team building and our program building uh, is the mental side of things, um, and of course, I'm biased about it. Yeah. But it is to me the spinal cord of, of of athletics, sure. Especially high level athletics. It's not just the technical aspect or the tactical aspect, Everybody's or talented, certainly the right? physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's to me the mental aspect affects every other aspect of uh, of an athlete and of a team. And so uh, once we get that right, it it bleeds over into all those other areas, and you see a synergy type take place um, that otherwise wouldn't. And so that's part of our focus obviously we're we're doing soccer and we're doing technical work and we're getting them fitter and things like that but we're spending you know every day we're spending time on the mental side of the game as well um i don't know i don't i don't think it's a disadvantage maybe for me (laughs) and maybe i overthink things about me you know in terms of, of how do i you know how do i treat an athlete and how do I coach an athlete particularly and sometimes I can overthink things for myself uh, and I can't be all things for everybody that's impossible but you do try to find a way to to relate to an individual athlete and know what buttons to to press and and what works and what doesn't and again that's a learning process uh, that we're we are in the middle of with with our Oakland players right now
0: so coach you you're from Buenos Aires Mm -hmm. uh, Argentina Mm -hmm. Uh, originally so and we talked a little bit about this before we actually turned on the microphones your style of coaching your style of play that you try to implement has that South American flair to it you want to knock it around the carpet as they yep. say a little bit yep. kick it around and uh, get some touches get some get some flow going to your game as well is that, is that yeah. fair to say
1: yeah that is and and obviously that is a harder style to to get right uh, it takes longer so th- there's always that debate is is do we what do we do do we become a little bit more direct, uh, which is what this team was used to, or do we invest in this style that we believe um, long-term is going to be our ticket to success. And so transitions are hard, and, yeah. and certainly we could we could go back to, to playing direct soccer, and, and it works. For some teams, it definitely works. But when you grow up watching the game a certain way, and you, l- you learn it that way, and you play that way, and of course you start to coach it that way, it is more fun to play. It is more fun to it's watch. more fun to watch. I'll tell uh, you that. And so, But we still have to get the results. Uh, sure. So we, we need both. We, we can't just pr- play pretty soccer and, and not get the result. It, sure. It, there's a balance between both of those things.
0: Sure, absolutely. And, and Coach, I'll, I'll tell you this, too. And I'm a guy calling a lot of soccer games throughout the year that I do, but I'm always just watching the ball. I, I will say this, like your style, and this is just one guy's opinion mm-hmm. of, of coming in and trying to implement this style – it's hard from the respect of you have to put a pass that's on the money, yeah. and then that pass has to be uh, the first initial touch has yes. to be good to receive it, yes. and then you have to move with it. Yes. Whereas if you're a direct team, it's just a good service, and then you smash it in the net, yes. and away you go. There are, there are more steps involved to your style. Uh,
1: th- there's um, uh, a million more, and I'm exaggerating, right. moving pieces to the sure. style of soccer, and they have to play off of each other and the spaces that they're creating um, and the cues that they're reading. Direct soccer is, like you said, it's it's route one, and we're trying to get to the goal as quickly as we can. And, sure. again, it, it's an effective way at every level. Um, but, again, I, I have to be true to how I understand the game. Uh, and, and and there's a time to counterattack, and there's a time to be direct, too. But our DNA, our, our our main idea of play is is going to be to try to build and try to put the ball on the ground. Uh, and create combinations and overlaps and numbers up situations where we can actually hurt the team and, and you know there's a lot of 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 that talk out there um and and then you look at teams and and you would say well if this is possession soccer I don't know w- what direct soccer is so so a lot of people talk about it but it but but it is harder to teach and so sometimes it's not going to flow exactly like you want immediately so we're going to keep at it and keep at it and keep at it
0: Absolutely. This is the women's soccer edition of the Wear the Bear podcast. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. He is Juan Pablo Favero, the head coach of the Oakland women's soccer team. I'm always going to roll that R for there the rest of the go. season. As long as go. you're good with that. It's all right. <laughs> Favero, that's how you're supposed to say it. Yeah, I, I like it. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with that. But uh, you guys, you've gotten your season going. And look, the bottom line is, and I'm not breaking any new ground here, you'll be the first one to tell everybody this Uh, I'm sure, you know, the results aren't what you wanted them to be so far. But as we talked about, this is a process and something that you guys are going to have to implement. And as the season gets rolling, you guys got a match coming up at Duquesne. You'll you'll get things uh, going on the broadcast end on August 27th Central Michigan on a Sunday at 1 p.m. will carry that game on ESPN 3, so you can tune in and watch that game as well. Then a road trip at Canisius at Michigan State. So, Coach, you guys are going to have that Friday-Sunday action going yeah. as you come up there. And, look, make no mistake, uh, the results don't sit well with you, and, and even bigger than that, the results don't sit well with that team. You guys will right. bounce back.
1: Right. You know, yeah, it, it, it was it was deeply disappointing, uh, our, our start, not, not just – the scoreline and and the loss uh or the two losses but uh especially that first game we just did not play well not to the level that we had been training and that's why we were so um taken aback and, and disappointed quite frankly in our performance and so um you know did <laughs> our scrimmages we played better our training sessions we've been playing better and so we we are hoping and, and we believe that that was an, an anomaly and uh uh, and again, we're just gonna keep at it. We did play better on Sunday against uh, a good team in western Michigan who, who, who was waiting for us with, with not having played a game, so they were sure. rested and so that's tough to go on the road um, you know and, and with heavy legs from a you know and a heavy heart too yeah. Uh, but so the girls bounced back and, and they showed a lot more resilience and a lot more effort like we had been seeing in training. Uh, we got to clean some things up. we can't give away set piece goals and, and, and soft goals, what I would call soft goals. Uh, it's hard to come back from behind in our sport, uh, but especially if you if you give up two or three, you put yourself in a really really precarious situation. So we're gonna have to be tidier defensively from the start. Um, and you know the positive thing is we've scored a couple goals. Uh, you know we've scored three goals uh, in our four games, that including the two exhibitions and you know, on the first two exhibitions, we had two shutouts. So that was kind of (laughs) weird that we gave up so many goals uh, in those first two games. So we have to do better. And and we do have tough four games, three or four on the road, a lot of travel. Um, And Central Michigan, at home is, uh, they're a good side as well. So we got to play better. We got to perform better and more consistently. And that's all we're we're focusing on this week is how do we get better defensively? How do we uh, become more gritty? How do we you know, have more effort to at least give us a chance to be in the game, uh, whether we get a lead or not, but that that we keep the game within within reach.
0: Coach, and, and this is something, this is purely a question on my own speculation that, that I'm curious to get a coach's take on. To give up those set-piece goals, i, I found in, in all soccer games that I watch, it seems to be particularly back-breaking when you, when you give up that set-piece goal. If somebody gets out on a run of play and puts together a couple nice passes and gets one by you, you kind of shrug your shoulders and say, "Hey, you, you made some right. good plays there." But when you give up a set piece goal, is that is that maybe a little more back breaking?
1: Uh, yes and yes and no. I guess it, it is a little bit more more disappointing, I would say, because it it's a soft goal and it's a it's a critical moment. It's that, all in front of yeah, you. Yeah, teams right. teams play for set pieces, by the way, and 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 statistically in soccer at all levels. Uh, most goals are scored nowadays on set pieces, and and so they are a dangerous moment. What the disappointment comes, uh, well, there's two sides. One, you know, when you're trying to implement everything we're trying to implement, and we did work on set pieces, but it takes a little bit of a, a, you know, side seat, if you would, uh, because you're trying to, you know, work on defending and attacking and, you know, uh, situations, game scenarios, all these things, and certainly we do work on set pieces, but that's going to get better just because we're going to keep training and training. You can only do that so much in a week though. You, right. you can't sit there and hit a hundred <laughs> corners at them because they'll get concussions and then you don't have players. Right. Um, so that, that part, um, you know, is going to get better. The disappointment, disappointing part for me comes from, again, back to the mental side, because I do think that is, there's not just a technical side or the to, to defending set pieces or a tactical side. It, it is a grit, moment it is sure. a mental toughness desire to to not allow the other team to get a shot on goal in your time at right. this moment yeah and when you have one it's the 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 opposite mindset is you, you got to be really aggressive and make them pay and so right now we're trying to to teach them to, how to have that edge mentally um and it's that's also a building process it just this is sports psychology is not a wand that i have right it's, it's not i not wish i did dust, yeah. or yeah or yeah or a <laughs> bottle of water that i give it. It, it's building blocks it's building blocks and of course when you when you suffer a bad result that that erodes and chips away at, at some of that um confidence however that is how you build grit. That is how you build resilience. It's through, through knowing how to overcome challenges and obstacles and failure. And while we don't like it, none of us like failure. Uh, one, it's part of life. Two, certainly a part of sport. And three, uh, it's how you become grittier and resilient. It's how do you respond to that adversity, failure, you know, things like that. And um, so we're in that process. And, and as we build towards towards, you know, obviously th- we're in the early stages of the season. Uh, We hope to build on that and become a grittier, more confident, tougher team that puts out great effort for 90 minutes, and I think at that point we will have a chance, even against teams that might be a little bit more talented than us.
0: Well, Coach, you gave a great effort for 15 minutes here, and I <laughs> certainly do appreciate it. I feel mentally stronger there already, you go. just so you know. so there you go. I'll so send the, you a bill. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll forward that to the, uh, to the <laughs> athletic department. No, But, Coach, uh, we do appreciate you carving out some Thank time you. here. The, the time has flown by. It's been great getting to know you a little bit. And as we talked about, we'll work in some players. We'll be out to Aliamonte, yeah. bring her in, and we'll bring in players all season long and, and really get things from a player's perspective. So, Coach, I, I'm really fired up. If this first episode is any indication of how the rest of it will go, uh, I'm really fired up and i do appreciate your time
1: thank you and go grizz
0: absolutely he is the head coach of the women's soccer team juan pablo favero for coach my name is neil rule the voice of the golden grizzlies thank you so much for listening well see you later